Good day and welcome to Film Exploration with Ash Hurry. We continue on with Season 12 where we are bringing you an episode a day for the lead up to Halloween. And for today's episode we're going to be looking at Drew Goddard's wacky, weird and wonderful 2011 horror epic The Cabin in the Woods starring Kristen Connolly, Chris Hemsworth, Anne Hutchinson, Fran Krantz with Richard Jenkins and Sigourney Weaver. Where do I start with this film? The very definition of the word expectation is shattered like a bullet hitting a thin piece of glass as we cautiously walk into the minds of Drew Goddard and Marvel's Josh Whedon on their take of a horror movie. You are not going to see this coming. Nothing lets up where this film erratically and horrifically take you. It is a madhouse. It's a madhouse, literally quoting Planet of the Apes. The utter deception of the normality that breathes at the start of the movie, which is reeking with fluency and stereotypical build-ups you see in every horror movie, eases you into a sense of comfort. We've all seen college kids going on a weekend away to a cabin or a house or some sort of desolate surroundings of nature, and this is where the movie is leading up to. The introduction of the college kids, the hierarchy they are, the stereotypes they fit into, echoing the breakfast club formula, and this weekend away in an isolation where we are expecting something to go dreadfully wrong. Well, the guess of something going wrong is the only assumption that will probably be proven right in this movie. Now, how can I describe this movie to you? Well, the directorial debut of the person who wrote Cloverfield and the person whose producers is the creator of Buffy and Angel. It's a good taste of what's to come. Secrets, deceptions and unnaturalistic elements that will make your eyes hurt and your mind wonder. Or maybe that is the other way around. Either way it works. Underneath this cabin is this laboratory run by Jenkins and Whitford, who are the man in the chair, flicking switches, keeping the pieces within the ranks, turning on and off buttons, and making announcements in this secretive establishment that seems to have some government funding attached to it. Their priority, or their task, is all based around these five college kids in this cabin, and from there, does this movie just begin to get completely ambitiously bonkers? It would be an understatement and an insult to call this film original, as it so clearly is. It's the insult merely points you to the film being different, but in actual fact, this film ventures right off the map and into unknown cinematic territory, where the audience are struggling to get a handle on the twists and turns this film delivers almost near the end of Act 1. The film doesn't really take its foot off the pedal as it delves into the bizarre and imaginative where everything you know about horror movies is quite literally presented to you and ripped away in seconds. The orthodox suspense at the start is good, but kind of samey, and the degree this film is trying to reach is either too ambitious or maybe right on the money, with this idea of stock characters being assigned certain fates in genres. As foreseeable as it has become to label, stereotype, and assume in the horror genre, Cabin in the Woods almost exploits the knowledge of the audience and plays it out as a game that is meant to be systematic to our horror assumptions. But the characters are literally fighting for some sense of realism and unpredictability, as we see a pre-Thor Hemsworth crumble to oblivion before the real show starts, and the good girl and the nerd opted in for the final showdown at the end, which stays consistent with this madness we have seen prior to the climatic scene. The film's poster is deceptively accurate, showing a twisting cabin in sections like a Rubik's Cube, not knowing its centre. Whedon and Goddard are playing onto this postmodern attack on the genre that no matter how cynical and aggressively enjoyable fan-love horror films are, and its predictability are, the genre will always survive, hence why even though the first ten minutes are predictable, it is still a nervy act one. The film is actually a satirical nightmare that begs the question, are horror movies laughable, predictable, or enjoyable? 
or enjoyably predictable. The reveal of the sadistic cruelty that is the source of the evil happening to the five young adults is no different from any other horror movie, but Cabin in the Woods is basically exploiting its options out loud to the audiences, and it gives a visual structure of the entire pre-production stage of what the team would do for any kind of horror. It's a tongue-in-cheek in tone, surrealistic in nature, and with a somewhat remorseless Drick Richard Jenkins, who plays the acts of a cruelty like he was a salesman or a car dealership, it offers us an interesting question on who these guys really are, and what powers they actually possess. It is extremely enjoyable. It's inventive. It's an inventive way of doing a horror movie, and the twist to the genre is amazing. But besides the ridiculous range of characters we do see in this film, that's all it can be, and the film only exists in this productions. The talk of a sequel are literally cut at the throat, as this film is clearly proved to be a one-off show, presenting a very good magic trick, and revealing it at the very halfway point, and simply watching the audience try and deal with how they pull off certain bits for the rest of the movie. I mean, the climatic scenes sort of resonate M. Night Shyamalan customized twist endings but the absurdity to it is consistent with the rest of the movie and not an escape of tone as it would be in an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Cabin in the Woods is an extreme examination on the genre, a microscope to the arcs of horror and the deconstruction of the stock characters, all demoralized in front of our eyes for our very pleasure. It's frightful in where it stays true to the definition of the genre, but completely erroneous in terms of your expectation. This film is, for me, a breath of fresh air for such a commercial film, and one can hope to see more films like this in the future. Anyways, that's all I have time for with Drew Goddard's Cabin and the Woods. Since then, he's only actually done only one other film, equally interesting, and with some twists of its own, Bad Times at the El Royale, which sees him reunite with Chris Hemsworth. I am waiting eagerly with what Goddard does next. He is a visionary for sure, and that is always good for Hollywood. Anyway, please subscribe to my podcast. I'm on iTunes, Google, Amazon, and Spotify. So drop me a comment on any of those. And you can also find me on Instagram. That's Film Exploration AH, or lowercase or one word. But for now, thank you for listening to Season 12 with Film Exploration with Ash Curry. I know the score.